0: recorded live scuba obsessed is the weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving from cool new gear places to dive and scuba in the news scuba obsessed episode 60 was recorded live thursday march 24th 2011 like to welcome everybody back to scuba obsessed episode 60 and we'll find a name for this train wreck later here's some of the items we'll be covering in the news scuba royalty scuba fundraiser confiscated artifacts some empties and an english channel dash and we also have a little new twist on the cool scuba gear it's not anything we made up but just the one that we happen to find and back from the other side of town we have our co-host jim how you doing today jim
1: I'm doing great. I'm back from the dark side.
0: (laughs) Well, hopefully you're coming from the dark into the light. Unless you're diving. Yeah. Well, then the dark. How would that work? Hey, right,
1: right. Right.
0: Hey, I want, I want to thank Mac for uh, filling in my fins last week. You can't, uh, can't be going swimming alone. No, no. I, I always have to have a dive buddy, so I make sure that you podcast safely. Unless you're an expert like uh, somebody in the chat room is, which we have Rich Sinewick from Diver Sync, so. Uh, you know he he's a little bit more adventurous. Uh, you know I always need that backup. So he's the advanced version. Advanced version. So, ah oh, boy, it's been one of those weeks. Today is officially the start of my vacation. As of about 20 minutes ago. Congrats. Thank you. Poured a drink and I don't have to go to work for another week and a half. Unless you consider everything I got to do on vacation work, which it probably is, but it's a different type of work. So, I can hang handle that. Here here. Oh, so, so how was your week? Uh, you know, I haven't been getting
1: uh, getting wet. I haven't been doing any diving, but uh, I think tonight, talking about scuba and, and you know, kind of hanging with you guys will we'll make it all better.
0: Yeah, it makes it better. Just hold this off to the next time we get to go diving. Excellent. Yeah. So we'll jump right onto the news so we can get to the good stuff. The first article is Scuba Royalty uh, Prince. Hints at a scuba honeymoon. Prince William has hinted that his honeymoon with uh, Kate Middleton could involve a return to Australia and some scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef. Wouldn't that be neat? That would be. I mean, and just think about what kind of diving he gets to do as royalty. And and just a celebrity. I mean, that's really what, to me, what the royal family in the UK is. I mean, they're kind of a a symbolic figurehead, but boy, they're like built-in celebrities right there. Yeah, but what happened? Uh,
1: wasn't it that guy? Didn't he take his wife there on a honeymoon? On a honeymoon. Mm. That
0: uh, yeah uh,
1: ended up mm. uh,
0: didn't have such a happy ending for anybody. No, no, man. Maybe she should do some checking out. But uh, the the prince said, "I love scuba diving. I've always wanted to dive the Barrier Reef. So would wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait. We have we have some friends of the show down there and I can't wait to find a way to get down there. I can't wait to dive ever, anywhere, but that's that's definitely that you know, there's the bucket list and then there's the short list on the bucket list. And going to the Great Barrier Reef definitely has to be one. Like if you can only dive like in three locations outside of where we are now, that has to be in that top three.
1: Well there's uh let's see. There's Paw Paw Lake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Saint Joe River. <laughs> oh, and uh, the and, uh, reef probably comes in second about, or third in there.
0: Well, we didn't have Singer in there, did you?
1: No, they're right. Well, the reef just doesn't make the cut.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Oh well. You know, I, I guess we just have a little bit different standards than your average divers.
1: <laughs> For those who haven't been listening that long, anytime, uh, there's, there's some dive friends that we've got in the club that anytime you mention Paw Lake or Singer Lake, it's, it's like you just, like a leper just walked up, shake their head and walk
0: away. Hello. Yeah, I'm still here. I, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're definitely right about the leper. Uh, you can, you can get people to suddenly find something to do other than diving when we mention. uh. Singer Lake or Paw Lake, but you know, hey, but it, it's diving. It is, and it, it's all different type of diving. That's why I want to say I think that some of the, you know, not that the rest of the divers in the world aren't good, but Midwest Midwest divers, I you know. You get used to. I mean, it's it's like you don't weight lift with like little light weights, and you don't like exercise really easy. I mean, you got to challenge yourself. So you got to come dive in some pea soup where you can't see anything, where it's cold or freezing. And then when you get to the good stuff, you're already you've already got that. I mean, what's scary about seeing everything? <laughs> well, you know, maybe a fat lady in a swimsuit that might be scary. But uh. <laughs> so so if we send an engraved invitation to the prince
1: and. Uh... His new bride, um you don't think they'll come to Southwest Michigan to dive with us
0: I'm guessing not I, i'm I'm thinking <laughs> on their bucket list that's the the one that you know kind of dribbled out and <laughs> fell on the floor and got ground but you know not and not to say i I think Michigan should be a location for royalty it depends if you're if you're if the if the royal family is the wreck diving type, then definitely they need to come to to Michigan. Maybe not quite here in St. Joe yet until we get all those other wrecks all buoyed and, you know, out in 200, 300 feet of water. But, uh, you know, there's plenty of great diving here.
1: <coughs> all
0: kidding aside. Well, there you go. You feel better? Right, yeah. Hold
1: on. I hit the cough button. <laughs> okay. For all of those who, the Great Lakes have got some of the best wreck diving in the world. Um, you know, it, some of the water is, the the clarity is getting better. Um, the wooden wrecks are preserved like you will not find anywhere in any of the oceans. Um, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: It is. And the people aren't bad either. And out in Lake Michigan, we have some good visibility. Now we're not, you're not going to come and expect tropical visibility. You're not going to see 200 feet. Uh, but I mean, there's been times where, I mean, I think we've easily approached hundred feet. Mm-hmm. So, and we're still looking. I mean, we've only got a few seasons. So we'll have that, and then, well, when we went up to Sheboygan, I mean, that was amazingly clear. That one, I know, I, you know, it gets to the point when you you don't see clarity that that long, that often. So I couldn't even judge the distance. No, you're right. That was a really good one. Uh, it's
1: it was fun to drop in on a wreck and see all of the people in your party, and uh, to be able to see the majority of the wreck when you're up above it, elevated
0: above it a little bit. Uh, it was really cool, and we got a good conversation going on in the chat room. Uh, Rich is sharing some links, so when well, I'm not distracted uh, doing the the news, I'll have to take a look and uh, take a peek at some of those. The next article, if I can paste it in quick enough, is scuba fundraiser, and of course, it doesn't paste in. Oh, oh yeah, here it is. I had it. <laughs> I had it there the whole time. <laughs> It's like right the, the, the picture's not changing. Scoop a benefit to help local search and rescue. And this is from I have no idea, Bingham County. You know, kind of goes back to ours. Uh, you know, figure out what, what would it hurt them to put in where they are. Intermountain West Communications. So I think we're on the west side of the continent. No, Idaho. Yeah, you. you how would I know that? So anywhere in Idaho. If you happen to be out there in Idaho. Idaho. No, why did it it's? Oh, here, Oh man. I'm a, I'm having problems. It's, uh, what is the deal? I think it's time for another drink. I don't think it's a... Well, that might solve it. Yeah. Well, I, I won't really care. <laughs> Rich is asking when Sheboygan this year. Uh, we've got a couple times for Sheboygan this year. We've got uh, one where they're going to do a river cleanup which isn't a normal time we go, but that one's coming up. Uh, I don't think they've set a date for that, but I'm expecting it's going to be uh, June or July. And then we have our normal trip, which is towards the end of uh, – have we set a date yet, Jim? Do you know? Is that the end of August? Yeah, there is, and I'm, I'm looking for it
1: on my beloved BlackBerry, and I can't find it. I'm hoping Mac will chime in with that.
0: Yeah. So anyway, back to the news, which we like to get distracted Correct. from. Scuba Benefit to Help Local Search and Rescue in Idaho – this Saturday, Bingham County Search and Rescue will be holding a fundraiser at the Black Rock Swimming Pool. Members of the public, uh, as long as you're at least age 10 and older, can come down. It takes a simple $20 bill, a swimsuit, and a towel. And I'm glad they specified the swimsuit because that could have that could have. Well, there was that the time funding. that you. Uh, well. They didn't mention that, and we were asked to leave. It, well, you know, they. How hard is it? I mean, it's it's like only a couple words. You could have put that on there, and that would have saved. Well, at least me a little embarrassment. but uh, all miners will have a release signed by parents or guardian proceeds to go to the Bingham County Search and Rescue and the Blackfoot Swimming Pool. So it must be splitting the funds there. That's nice uh, to get Search and Rescue some funds. So go on out there and introduce some friends of diving. And if you're already a diver, why don't you take the $20, convince somebody, say it's free, have them go, and then you might be able to get a dive buddy out of it. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, Build a dive buddy. It's a program we should do, how to build a dive buddy. Heck yeah, they do
1: them in the mall. Oh, that's build a bear. Yeah, build a bear. Different thing altogether. Yeah, and you don't want to get poked
0: to that stuffing machine either. Okay. And they asked you not to go back there again either. Yeah, they did. Uh, divers apprehend at protected site. Uh, this is confiscated artifacts. And that's artifacts spelled with an E. A-R-T-E-F-A-C-T-S. So I'm assuming that must be a UK spelling uh, this is off Those must di- be better diver, than our artifacts. Yeah, DiverNet.com had the the story. So uh, what, what it ends up happening is di- divers are found over a wreck of the HMS Coronation, which is an area that was bordering Plymouth Sound. Uh, police were awaiting the results of a specialist to determine what items were raised came from the wreck. So they've got a coalition uh, called the Alliance to Reduce Crimes Against Heritage, uh, which is a group... Uh, it's a volunteer network of police, uh, community people and, uh, local groups. And what they're trying to do is to, to keep people from stealing artifacts. So, uh, there's a treaty or an act, protection of wrecks of Act 1973, and that's what they're using to enforce. So, anyone who is illegally accessing, damaging, or removing items from protected historic wrecks can expect to be found out from this group. Um, so, um. Another wreck I'd like to go dive on. I don't even know anything about it. I want to go dive there. 17th century British warship, the HMS Coronation.
1: Well, if I recall correctly, uh, she sank in a violent storm in 1691.
0: Wow, what a great memory you have.
1: Yeah. I had clicked on the link because I had never heard of her before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, at least you um, thought to click on the link. <laughs> That's what I'm standing, for, right? I was just standing there and... I wish I knew more. <laughs> Okay, so oh, we we do have a final date. So it looks like uh, September 9th through 11th. Yeah,
1: for that. Since I'm working, uh, a working guy, I put down the 10th and the 11th.
0: Yeah, we'll just have to see. I haven't I haven't quite committed to that, but uh, we'll see. We're definitely going to make it up for at least one or uh, at least at least the weekend. We'll do at least what we did last year, but uh, or more, or more. Yeah. That's that's definitely it. You know, maybe we'll just have like a flat tire or something and just. you know. You know, going be. up, we got to get up there earlier. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we got to do it the other way.
1: way. <laughs> I don't know, What's the opposite? We had an overinflated left? tire. An overinflated tire.
0: <laughs> we got there faster. Okay. The next story up on the hit list is some empties. Beer can collector looks for rare examples in Croydon. So, uh, this is an American collector of cans, uh, Jeff Lebo. He has 80,000 beer cans. Now, I thought my wife was going to get after me about the few artifacts that I've got, And uh, I say artifacts, bottles, uh, from the river up hanging on the wall. And he's got 80,000 beer cans. Man, he has got a habit. Yeah, he's hoping to contact former employees of the Metal Box Company, which is based in Acton, and used to make beer cans from the 50s and 60s, and the famous Tenants Cans, which feature photographs of glamorous women and picturesque scenery. He said, sometimes people are building renovations that come across old beer cans, which are in the walls, under a porch, or in an attic. I'd love to hear from anyone who's found old cans this way. So he typically has said that most of his collections in the U.S., which is where the most collectible cans are because most of the collectors are in the U.S. They really don't favor external cans. But he does have 150 or so cans that he considers to be uh, the top of their line out of the U.K., uh, the most he's paid for a can was $1,300, and he once spent $33,000 on a collection of 35000 cans. So it looks like uh, about a third of his collection he just bought, which I, I guess that's one way to do it. Um, he said he it sounds crazy, but he read an article years ago about a beer can collector from the U.S. who found hundreds of cans from the 40s and 50s around a boat dock and some lakes, and people did recreational boating in the area. He was scuba deer, scuba deer scuba gear and portable dredging equipment to get the cans out of the silt. Surprisingly, the cans were still in good condition after 50 years underwater. Evidently, oxidation can't take place underwater, so the cans didn't rust. Now, this I'm going to disagree with him, because I have found plenty of rusty beer cans underwater. And you're muted. (laughs) How'd you know I was talking? (laughs) Because I know you're muted. (laughs) Maybe I had nothing to say. Or maybe I was just babbling on. You are babbling on. You are probably talking over <laughs> me, and you didn't even know. It. <laughs> but I you... found pl- Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you found some with some
1: rust on them. I found plenty of rusty half beer cans.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it is true that the water is going to preserve, but I don't think I found an old tin. I found some where the rust was a little less objectionable, but I'm sure a serious beer can collector. Now, if it's the only one in existence, you don't care. I mean, if that's the only one you've ever seen with that on it, it can be all corroded out because that's that's a one of a kind. But if you got two and one's rusted out and one's new, then the rusted out one is worth a penny. So you keep the rusted out one until you find the good one, then you can convince somebody to sell the other one because they don't realize the new. Oh, right, never mind. So uh, so he's doing he's hoping to do the same thing in the UK. Uh, by diving, he's actually putting together, and this is one of the best parts of the article. He's actually putting together a recreational dive with a bunch of divers over there to to look for cans. So, uh, is that like the cost of admission? Is that anybody? Right. Anything you uh, anything you find becomes mine.
1: It sounds like it. Okay, so how much money is his collection?
0: He didn't say how much the collection was worth, but he spent thirty three thousand on a collection of thirty five thousand cans. So if you think on average that that probably you know it's pretty similar then i'd say he's probably 75,000 80,000 is what his collections could be worth i mean it just depends on on what's in there plus i'm sure he's not he's doing it because he loves it his dad uh, worked for a can company and that's how he got started as a kid when he was 13 he said my father worked for american can company It's pretty cool <clears throat> i did some quick math here here in michigan Thirty-three
1: thousand uh, dollars. You'd have three hundred and thirty thousand cans in your backyard. Because in Michigan, they're worth ten cents apiece. <laughs> we have a deposit here,
0: so <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, in fact, some of the cans I've gotten, I, I don't think were worth the dime. No, probably not. And back on some, you know, last week you missed, but we had some more attempted world records, and here we've got another one. Uh, English Channel Scuba Dash, Scarborough Divers in the English Channel are going to use ski, sea scooters to try and get a, a world record for going underneath the channel using scooters. It's a 21-mile trip from Shakespeare's Cliff Dover to Cape Gris, Nez, France. Expected to take 12 hours and is scheduled for July. Four divers from the Scarborough Sub Aqua Club will cross the channel at 5 meters or 16.4 feet below the water's surface. The di- that is going to be neat. That will be cool. The divers will work in pairs, moving across the channel an hour at a time. We'll have to consider oxygen levels, buoyancy. And I'm going to read this next part from the article, because this is another one where you, you want to hunt down the author. And, it's, and the risk of developing the Benz decompression sickness. I'm not a medical expert, but I don't believe you can get the Benz at 16.4 feet, I mean, every dive table I've seen, you're going to die from pruniness long before you're going to develop the bends. And pruniness cannot be reserved. Preserve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's contagious. Pruniness cannot be cannot be stopped once it's started.
0: No, no, it can't. It just goes all over.
1: <sighs> so no, yeah. I
0: think you're right. Yeah, yeah think, when, uh... when they do that, it's just like they cut and paste or. You know, like, well, what are things divers have to be worried about? Oh, the bends. Bends in 16 feet of water. So, I mean, I guess if you weren't paying attention and you drifted down a little bit or, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I imagine part of the reason why they're going to do the depth they're at is just to be deep enough to say they're deep. You know, they probably said, okay, five five meters. Because you know, it, can, it can be tough. You know, try and swim at nine meters, uh, not my nine meters, nine feet or three meters below the surface. Now, that's a tough one. Everybody's laughing at me. I don't know. I, I find it easier to, to, to dive deep than to be sitting there at the surface. Yes. I'll no, no, you're right. I'll I'll bob up like a cork. I'll just get it just about right and you know, you'll do something and bam, you're right back there at the surface. So So anyways, the uh they're going to take the scooters and they're going to I think it's just cool. Uh, it's never been done before, so if we set the record, then we we'll get the record. Well, <laughs> I mean, if it's just a finishing agent the record. <laughs> right. In this day and age, there are not many things that haven't been done before. We're pretty excited. And everything that ever has been invented, or that could be invented, has been invented. That was the other one, isn't it? Something like that. Okay, so that does it for the news, and we're going to go right on to scuba gear. This is the best part, and we're going to paste this into the chat room, because they might want to take a look at this one. Is uh, This is, this is the, the next thing in gear, and this is if you just cannot stand being unfashionable uh comes in a variety of colors are you looking at the picture yet yes i am yep comes in a variety of colors i see orange red blue and black and uh this this scuba gear designed by belgian artist paul (laughs) stick And that's not me clearing my throat these bizarre shoes prompted jessica simpson to tweet scuba gear is coming and so just so you get a little visual idea imagine your pair of uh fins or flippers as some like to call them with six inch stiletto heels (laughs) so if you just cannot handle being out of your heels then these are the fins for you and you know honestly i'm looking at these who is ever i mean i just don't get it (laughs) i mean i i'm scuba obsessed so i think that'd be fine but
1: uh, uh. i'm speechless
0: yeah. Well, it would be for f- those formal dives, I think. Oh yeah. yeah so, you, like, you wear that with a tux or something? Oh, well, I mean, a, a woman would be an evening gown, but I guess you know, guys. I mean, hey we're, hey, we're not making any judgments here. I mean, if you're so inclined to wear fins with heels, or actually, I mean, there might be some practical thing. You know, we got some of those really steep beach dives, and you're climbing down to the water. Those spikes could like anchor in, or like you're, if you're right. Being, if you're being chased by a shark, you could just the let them in the eye. <laughs> and they kind of have like a little fin, so it's—I uh, mean—a little bend to the fin because it—you got the pocket with your foot, and then the fin goes out. You know, I—I I bet for if you're like walking your dog, it'd be handy for like popping—you know—like you slide it underneath the dog do and like flip it. You're Like a built-in scooper. Oh. Okay, so I think that does it. That does it for the oh my fashionable, fashionable gear. So. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, and again, thanks to Mac for filling in last week. It was nice to have him back on the show. And uh, but we, you know, the the bad thing is we just haven't been getting dives in. We got blown out the weekend before, and uh, I don't know. I, I I I almost thought we were going to sneak one in last weekend, but it just didn't work mm-hmm. out. You know, and it was probably one of the things for domestic tranquility. Is that to say? Uh, I pro- it was probably good that I didn't go diving but you know saturday smack dab in the middle of the day what did i have going on i had something it's it's how significant it is gosh hope it wasn't a wedding um i don't even know what i was doing saturday it was something i couldn't get out of and then sunday somebody my wife works with uh, he had a retirement party at 1 p.m that that's that's always great (laughs) who who has a retirement party at 1 p.m of all the times you can do (laughs) retirement parties and like I this, said last week, I'm you gonna, know
1: this is on the internet and people will probably listen
0: well, probably no, not no, but <laughs> the ah, the go ahead the chat room aren't listening. they've turned the audio off the chat room's more interesting, but anyway, so here's my rant I gotta do a rant every week is I've warned everybody in my family whether I know them or not that it's possible to know people to not know people in my family. uh do not get married, divorced, have a baby, die, whatever you're not allowed to do it from here. Until the river freezes up, but it's not thick enough to ice dive. Then there's two weeks where two or three people can drop dead and I can make all the funerals. And then it's back into a no-go. No more dying or babies or births or or weddings because we'll be into ice diving season again. So, yeah, have that now. I like that plan.
1: Yeah. Hand them
0: a single date. Yes. A single date and say... This is what you got to work with. So so that's kind of like, you know, they have the, the competitions where they people gamble on when somebody's going to die. I could just supersede that, have a death calendar, and you <laughs> must reserve when you're going to die. Nope. You,
1: you draw a short straws, see who gets
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> I calculated, for the next 30 years, one person must dive each year, not to affect my diving. Uh, who's this year? <laughs> who's this year? We have ways of making you... no, uh, uh, All in bad taste. I don't know, that's kind of... The, at the beginning of vacation, I got a... Uh, dangerous, dangerous. Maybe I shouldn't podcast. There's nothing wrong with letting the darkness take over once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh,
1: staying there that kind of is a
0: oh, scary. Oh, this is a dangerous m- mood I'm in, i just tell you. If it wasn't for the fact I, I need to have enough gas money to take my daughter to D.C., I would... Uh, I could do something really crazy. This this is this is if you're a dive shop owner. This is where it would be dangerous for me to come in because I a house, who needs a home? I need that dry suit. That's right. Here you go. Here, here's the mortgage payment. I'm crossing the bank's name off, and it's going right to you for that dry suit. Hmm. And I go down the road, and I get the tow vehicle, and then I go get the boat because you only That's have right. to make one payment. After that, they just have to catch you. And underwater, you can't hear them. Exactly. You come up and the vehicle's gone, but hey, I got I got the boat down there and I got the dive in. What else matters? Oh, boy. So, and then also uh, what I want to talk about last week and I forgot is we were on Talking Scuba. We went and recorded that, uh, you know, several weeks ago and that got edited. So, if you want to see what we actually look like, which I don't necessarily uh. recommend, but uh, if you just, the curiosity has gotten to you. Uh, they have a fine show over there. It's on talking. Is it talk talking dot com? Yes, I gotta remember that hyphen. Uh, you can go over there and you can watch the show. We were on with uh, Bob and Jim. Another Jim. I think every duo and in, in diving and podcasting must have a Jim. It's a requirement. That's right. So, uh, but we were on the show and it was nice. It, it turned out well. I, th- I think we actually present ourselves better than we do on the podcast. <laughs> more it's respectable way. Like, it's kind of like when your kids go over to a to a relative's house and you come back to say, "Oh, well, how how are they?" and they go "Oh, they were complete angels." And you're like, "Well, what my kids? You sure they're wrong kids?" Yeah. So that's that's kind of how it does. We were we were our best behavior on the other show. Um uh, but uh it was great. It was nice seeing them seeing how it goes and I pointed out to a few people last week that go take a look at the table. Uh there's a story behind that table, see if you can uh check out the detail because weren't you a little surprised when you saw it
1: yeah but after about 30 minutes i was ready to go
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i walked in they've got a really
1: nice really nice studio there and it it was really a great time to go up there and chat with those guys um and and you mentioned it before that it is very odd that we've got such a, a passionate group of people here in michigan That we're all kind of molding and going in the same direction, isn't it?
0: It is. I mean, you you look, you got uh, Rich Sinowick and Diver Sink. You've got uh, Jim and Bob on Talking Scuba. You got Darren and Jim uh, on Scuba Obsessed. And, you know, that's like two thirds of the scuba podcasting community right there in one little small area. Yeah. So we have to stay at least 100 miles apart because just for geographic diversity. So that way, if a tornado comes through, we don't lose all the great podcasters in the world. That's well. Now we can get together for diving events and parties. I'm not going to say we can't ever get together, but uh, so yeah, yay for Michigan. Way on chat room. So, but it was nice being on the show. It turned out so head on over there and, and take a look at it. So we back to to diving. I'm I'm going to be all over the board, and you'd think I I, I don't I I've run out of rum, so there's hardly any rum in my coke. So maybe that's what it is. I'm just agitated. Uh, but would we that didn't be get Captain any. We have a, Morgan, It would be Captain Morgan. or
1: Well, you know. You know that keeps popping up. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, I'll
0: have a Captain Morgan tie in here just in a second. So, but anyways, we haven't got any diving in, so we didn't do anything last week. We have been doing some. I mean, I've been doing some research and looking around and stuff. But yeah, and I and I'm going out of town this weekend, so I can't get any in. I can't go Saturday and Sunday. Now, how about you? I heard a rumor that while I'm on vacation slaving away in our country's grand national headquarters Washington DC what is that? Is that national headquarters what do you call that <laughs> i can't even <laughs> um,
1: we don't have anybody in the chat room
0: <laughs> who knows what national headquarters no
1: from the from the fine area of DC do they do we
0: yeah um, i think we might uh, i'd call
1: it well your daughter's going to learn and I, I probably it's not
0: state capital rece- national track. capital no no what is it Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the education system of America. (laughs) Every teacher I've ever, I've I've, I've actually ever gone to is now ready to kick me in the butt because we told you what that is. Landmark. Oh, oh, I'm just. Dave, Dave chimed in. National Capital. National Capital. Okay, I guess that's National Capital. It just doesn't ring right. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, But I think what I did is when I left at work, I got a little refrigerator there in my office. I just stuck my brain in there. I said I'll come back in a week and a half and pick you up. So, <laughs> so maybe it's good I'm not I'm not gonna get any diving. In. So I'm not getting any diving, but I heard a rumor while I'm in the national capital. Yeah, that makes sense this time. Thank you, Dave. Uh, that you're going to be able to get some diving in in middle of the week. Hmm. Well, not exactly in the middle, but as it happens,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get a yeah. dive or two in. Uh, Next week, maybe.
0: Is it one of those things where you just might be driving and accidentally fall in the water with all your gear S- on? Just stop, drop, and roll in the water? <laughs> yes, yeah, stop, drop, and roll. You've seen my entries before. <laughs> <laughs> or or could, we, could we modify this to be a little bit like, you know, you pull the stoplights, so what they call the Chinese fire drill, where everybody jumps out and runs around? Maybe we could have, like, the Michigan, the Michigander fire drill, where... You die you drive your car to a boat ramp and then you just like flop out and roll down the boat ramp into the water and swim off.
1: We've got a video where we tried that. It didn't work so well.
0: <laughs> oh, the, uh, we backed it. Yeah, if you want to see the video, <laughs> go to com. It's one of those links on the right side. Uh yeah, it was a little interesting. It's also on YouTube, so you can follow our YouTube channel, of which we've got some videos if we ever get around the post
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, I, I can't, you can't blame yourself for that because I had, I had one I've been sitting on for like five or six weeks. If you want to see what the other end of a chainsaw looks like cutting through the ice, we have it on video. Have you had a chance to look at it, Jim?
1: I haven't. I, I
0: need to get that. Okay,
1: that'll be my goal for this weekend is getting a couple yeah. of those up. You know, it's really difficult to take those up because I, I've got to click and, and do a couple of oh, strokes. I, well, and you got to prepare. you got to warm
0: up before you do too much clicking.
1: But I'd, I'd like if anybody's gonna go watch that one video where we dump our stuff in the drink. Um, you get to pay special note to 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 Darren, <laughs> how concerned he is over the gear and and all
0: of that. Oh, they, what they call that, uh, you know, where, the, where they got the cameraman and he's filming the the starving children and he, you know, and you know he's got a sandwich in his a pocket. Bar. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, hey, watching this kid makes me kind of hungry. So uh, was it that, that uh, journalistic and not journalistic integrity? Oh, separation. Oh, well, same thing. with. Our, I'm, I'm like, I could find national capital and I can't. Oh, well. Oh, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So so anyway. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, you guys had it yes. under control. I did eventually go in. Now I was still holding the camera. You, you got to get the shot. The shot's important. The show must go on. The show must go on. Break a leg. <laughs> Which they don't happen.
1: call it a sacrifice for anything, as lo- or for nothing, as long as it's you. Yeah.
0: It's not funny until somebody pokes an eye out. Well, right. wait, that was a different saying.
1: Anyway, but yeah, I, I think we're going to be able to do a dive uh, this week, if I can find a dive buddy to go with me, and it looks like I will. Um, so, uh, and, and you're actually leaving
0: for... Um, Washington, D.C. C. Our nation's capital. Our nation's capital. So I'll be in Washington, D.C. And originally, I was going to bring all my dive gear because I know that there's got to be some diving going around there. Mm-hmm. Um, But my wife kind of doesn't want it in there. And there's not a lot of room. And it won't go on the metro. Blah, blah, blah. They'll rest you in the reflecting pool or something. So... So I guess it's going to stay home, but I I do think here – now here's something. I think I'm going to bring my fins, and we can call them flippers if we want. Real men call them flippers. Now, mine don't have heels, but I can bring my fins, a snorkel, and a mask, and maybe we could see how many places I could have at our nation's capital where I could be have my picture taken with that on. Hmm. <laughs> You're speechless.
1: I am. <laughs> You're... You were going to take your wetsuit, weren't you? No. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> hey, Dave says uh, in the chat room, not true. Dive gear can be on the Metro. So I think, I don't think this is a dead issue yet. You oh, need to take wait. This up with your wife. Oh, I,
0: dive gear can, I, I'll have to check that out. I'm just picturing that, you know, a t- You know, they, do they have metal? Okay, says aluminum. There's got to be something that would go off in a metal detector. I mean, can I take my regulator? dive? How about my dive knife? I mean, that can't be legal in the Metro, can it? Not to mention you've got 3,000 pounds of air in a tank. I
1: I have a hard time believing that they would allow you to, with that large of a compressed cylinder, compressed
0: gas cylinder. (laughs) If you're a prankster, just to think of all (laughs) the trouble you get into on there, people walk by, somebody just Oh (laughs) That's a
1: dumb prankster because I think that would end badly for you.
0: (laughs) That is how you you end up in... Because I think that... It's probably anything in D.C. is probably a federal offense,
1: you know. You, you want to get good video of a police beating? <laughs> yeah. It starts right there.
0: And that's one where they play patriotic music in the background
1: and yes, everybody there.
0: cheers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be, well.
0: You see everything on the Metro. Know. You know, actually, I probably don't doubt that. I, I think... Uh, uh, so, but yeah, I, I'm I haven't quite given it up. I just need to figure out a way because I'm I'm thinking we're gonna be there because we're, we're gonna I'm planning on you know tomorrow is gonna be getting the car ready and everything packed. We're gonna leave. I, my goal is to leave about <coughs> two in the morning. My you know the, you load the family into the car. They all sleep until about seven or eight, and you know I I've, I've, I hope to be through Ohio by then. And then uh, you know we're gonna probably stay around Bethesda, uh, Rockville area there and uh, be there by you know at least four or five. So no, the, well the whole, the pool does have an outdoor pool, um, so yeah I could I could do it in the pool. I, you know I that would qualify though. I could I could it dive would. Dive in the pool. I would pool. I'd be fine with that. Oh no now maybe. now Dave now Dave sending me links to uh, diving shops in D.C. <laughs>
1: oh wow. And he's he's letting them know that you're going to uh that that you're going to be bringing your mortgage payment. Oh yeah, he will
0: <laughs> reorder your stuff. Hello there, Mister Chilson. We we're, we're waiting for you. <laughs> you get your own concierge you concierge. concierge. Uh, now yeah. now where's now where's the the hotels in DC that cater to divers? There should be one. You know, because I, I mean, I was actually you know the reflecting pool. I've heard it's not that deep, so. That might. So it'd be more like a snorkel trip. Yeah. And then I was just looking. You know, I hate to say, I didn't realize D.C. was so far in. I've been to D.C. so many times. I've seen it in the map, but I just kind of pictured it. You know, because you got the Potomac there and the the bay. It just seems like D.C. is close. Was closer to the Atlantic than where it was. So,
1: hmm. uh,
0: Just the, the funny things of geography. If it wasn't for Google Maps, I wouldn't know where anything is. What did we do before Google? I I don't think there was anything before Google. I, I think it was just like an, a, a blank emptiness, and then there was Google. So, so diving. So you're gonna get some dives in. So, and then I'm right, still one way gonna, or another. Next week, I've already told everybody I'm podcasting. My wife actually wanted to get a sweet, a room with a suite, and an extra room, so that we could podcast. And I that now I'm thinking that might not have been why. Maybe it was to lock me in there, but, uh, but I told her no. We'll just, but we're still, we're gonna podcast next Thursday provided nothing bad happens. Wow. I'll be sending pictures. So uh, if you want to see pictures, they'll be on my Twitter account, so you can follow me as I go through DC. That's uh, Darren Jolson, D-A-R-R-I-N-J-I-L-L-S-O-N, on the Twitter. So And then you can also follow Scuba Obsessed. I might cross-post some stuff over there, but I'm sure most, unless it's Scuba-related, I probably won't post too much there. But I'll try and find it. We're going to hit all the museums... You know anything with scuba angle, I'll I'll definitely make sure I mention and remember. So that about does it for for scuba. And then I'm now I always get some good ideas while I'm on vacation. So it will be I've got a bunch of stuff I've been wanting to do with the show and just haven't had a chance. And I think now's the the breathing room. I'll have a week of vacation. We'll have some downtime in the hotel where I'll be trying to recover from walking because my feet are blistered. <laughs> You're
1: gonna be ready for some aqua therapy when you
0: get back. Yes, I it certainly will be. Well, and then, you know, there's all sorts of plans. We pick up my daughter at the end of her week there. You know, we're going to go to maybe Hershey, Pennsylvania or something. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? We're picking her up, canceling the room for the night, and we're driving straight home. That might give me
1: enough time for a Sunday dive. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. And if you survive, it'll be a good dive.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's still vacation. And I got the Monday off, so I don't know. Maybe I can sneak something in on that following Monday.
1: Excellent idea.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I think that it pretty was,
0: much uh, it pretty much does it. And we'll we'll get some additional content in here. Some guests lined up. Uh, been a little lax on that, but we'll we'll get back into the swing of things here before too long. Uh, but as always, we got one thing we can count on. Like a bad penny. Like a bad penny. <laughs> it's like a trip to the dentist. One of those times, it's going to be a, a filling. So. As we say, you have been warned. Here is the bad scuba joke of the week. A scuba diver gets on a plane before a tropical vacation, and he sits next to the window. A few minutes later, a big, heavy-set, strong-looking man, hulking guy, plops down the seat next to him and immediately falls asleep. The diver starts to feel a little airsick, but he's afraid to wake up the big guy and ask him if he can go to the bathroom. He knows he can't climb over him, so the little guy is sitting there, looking at the big guy, trying to decide what to do. Suddenly, the plane hits some of the worst air pockets and turbulence he's ever seen, and he gets an uncontrollable wave of of nausea, passes through the diver, he can't hold it any longer, and he pukes all over the big guy's chest. (laughs) About five minutes later, the big guy wakes up, looks down, and sees the vomit all over him. So says the diver. Are you feeling better now?
1: See, see, that's probably a Michigan diver. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (sighs) Uh. (laughs) Until next week. Don't vomit. (laughs) Go Go and get wet. And dive safe. Dave says there's a quarry not too far from Hershey. See, there you go.